Tired of dealing with governments? Wish there was a better way of not getting busted committing victimless crimes? Tired of having to listen to your parole officer? Never again with the Bipcot No-Guff Human License Wristband. This wristband has a No-Guff patented No-Guff hologram technologies that work on your aura chakras to fungus shui vibrational energy something something to woo state agents off of your trail. It's like they can't even see you. The best part is it actually works. Doesn't actually work. It's so easy to use. Just put it on your wrist or within three inches of your quantum sacred geometry spirit energy and commit all of the victimless crimes you want and totally get away with all of them. And by all, we mean none. And with the fancy Lowbirds podcast logo on the side, you'll be the life of Porkfest. And all of this can be yours for $4.99 plus $2 shipping and handling. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA, FTC, or any other three letters. This product is not intended to prevent, defend, or protect you from any legal action from the state. This product contains chemicals known in the state of California to cause cancer and birth defects or other reproductive harm. Move to New Hampshire, Nevada, or anywhere else that isn't a shithole and you'll probably be fine. These bands are total bullshit. They don't actually work. If this needs to be said to you, you should probably drink bleach. This is just neat looking merchandise that can start an interesting conversation with yet to be libertarians. Order today at lulberts.com. The Lulberts, that's our word, brought to you by Room for Freedom. You can learn more at roomforfreedom.com. Uh, they're not accepting donations at this moment, uh, but it's basically an uh, Airbnb competitor where you are allowed to choose your own currency. And there's no um, records being kept uh, to be subpoenaed in case something happens, so really cool stuff. And this is Jim Jesus, and I'm here with MK Lords, the SJW, eh, terrible person. Eh, eh. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, yeah. So we were ta- we were talking on break, and we were like, "Man, what are we doing? We should be <laughs> we should be recording this." But um, we, we'll never get that awesome content back. That was some gold, yeah. and we can't we can't recreate that. So we'll we'll just Sorry. do it. Even, we'll just do it even better. So I guess, yeah, I I guess a little bit of news. I'm not too familiar with this person. I have seen videos by them, but there was a YouTube channel called The Skeptical Feminist. And from what I understand, they're kind of like a, um, they're like, they're feminists, but they're, they're like the red pill. I don't know. I'm guessing they're not like the SJW type. And so that's why they call themselves the Skeptical Feminist. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't really follow their content too much. Um, but I guess it was ran by two girls and a guy who, who was living in a house and apparently he murdered one of the girls. Allegedly, uh, he may not have even killed one of the girls, uh, but he's in jail for second degree murder. And this kind of got into a, like a, like a discussion of like intersectional feminism and, uh, all this other stuff. And, um, but yeah, like, so Here's my theory. <laughs> this, is, this is what I kind of want to lead off with is I, um, I, I was listening to this video because Lacey Green had gotten red pilled, quote unquote, not really. But she was um, uh, but he was saying that like like there was like basically if he thinks that the the SJW versus the anti SJW, the feminist versus the anti feminist kind of content that's been really popular right now on YouTube is like the, it's a bubble and it's about to pop. I'm starting to get this kind of idea and I, I hopefully it's true because I, I think, yeah, God, I hope so too. Both sides are just being absolutely crazy. 
Um, and you know, everybody's really tribal about it. You know, it's like, well, this person's a feminist, the ergo they're good, uh, because I'm a feminist. And then they have people around the other side going, well, they're a feminist. They're all bad. And everybody who's an anti-feminist is good. I'm going to agree with them and defend them. Even if, even if they like know deep inside that maybe there, there should be some concessions made, (laughs) but. Well, it's tribalism. I mean, that's all it is. It just goes back to it's tribalism. This is my team. This is your team. If you identify as a team I don't like, then everything you do and everything you say Mm -hmm. is bad. Exactly. Everyone I don't agree with is evil. Yeah, and I'm just so kind of tired of this, and I'm I hoping the, the the thing pops. But, um, but you, but you asked, uh, you were trying to say that you were going to convince me to be a feminist or whatever, and I'm like, no, uh, no, 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 no. I all right. So explain it then. Do not misrepresent me. No, I, I was. Well, I have the radio I, now, so you, <laughs> you're gonna. Oh gonna have my to listen god. To me. Go ahead. <laughs> No, no, I, I, I told a joke. So we were talking about feminism. We were talking about this guy who killed this, uh, who killed one of his co-hosts. And I was trying to figure out what type of feminist he was because there's so many different know. types. And I still don't know. I'm, I'm looking it up now. I'm trying to find out what type because I thought maybe he was one of those like dissident feminists that's like Christina Hoff Summers or Kathy Young or sometimes Camille Paglia. Where, like, it's really more of, like, it's kind of like your, I would say, almost centrist, like, liberal feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be more right of center than maybe, like, other forms of feminism. Um, I, I'm not and sure sometimes, And sometimes far, there's, like, some overlap with, like, MRA-type sympathies with those mm-hmm. types. Like, so they do lean a little more right um, or I was wondering, I was like, is he an intersectional feminist? And you were like, oh, everything I've seen from intersectional feminists is wrong. And so we were like, <laughs> oh, we'll talk about it. And so I just made the joke. I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, in the future, you'll be an intersectional gay feminist. Or no, a ra- I didn't say intersectional. I said radical gay feminist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I don't think I'm going to convince you. Uh, well, like, people can call themselves whatever they want to. I've gone back and forth using the label, so. Yeah, I, I don't believe that um, preferences are subject to the will. Like, I don't, I... like d- just, like, don't hate women. Like, that's all I'm asking, really. Like, that's all I can really feel like I can, you know, hope for from, like, a lot of people. It's well, just like, I don't care what you call yourself. Just, like, like, cool it with, like, the misogyny. Not saying you're a misogynist. I'm just generally speaking, like, people should cool it with the hating women. No, see, here's the thing. thing. Like, I, I, I do hate women, and I don't think they should be able to vote. But I think the same thing about men. So, like, I, I'm equally a misandrist and, and a misogynist at the same time. I think everybody's terrible. Is that is that okay? Well, I'm just, I'm just a misogynist. <laughs> So yeah, no, I've always said okay. that. Like, All right. I just Everybody's hate everyone. Terrible. Yeah. So I'm a anti-humanist. <laughs> An existential nihilist. <laughs> An existential nihilist. I yeah. believe in nothing except Arby's pork belly sandwich. Wow. It's the greatest thing ever. That was the first Arby's. time I've eaten Arby's in like 15 years. Yeah, I haven't good. eaten at Orbeez for a while, but it's for other reasons. It's just because I think it's terrible. <laughs> no, it is terrible. I know it's objectively terrible, except when I ate that sandwich yesterday. I was like on a road trip back home from the other side of Florida. And um, 
yeah, we stopped because that was all there was. And my friend really wanted Arby's. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot because I'm really hungry. And I was like, but I can't just get whatever random shit they have. I was like, what is this pork belly thing? I was like, I'll give it a try. It's probably going to be fucking horrendous. But it was amazing. It's I basically totally bacon. Shocked. It's uncured yeah. bacon, right? Okay. Really thick, fatty. Like, I love, okay, if you love pork belly, I mean, yeah, I, I go down it. and I'll buy like pork belly and I'll make ramen with it. Like not yeah. like top ramen. I mean, like I'll go and get no, udon noodles ramen. and and uh, I'll make my own um, umami and, and uh, mix it with, uh, you know, miso paste. It's, oh, it's amazing. Yep. You know, yep. I'm canceled. I'm just going to go make some ramen now. Bye. <laughs> have fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll just host a show. I'm going to convert everyone to radical gay feminism. Yeah. And uh <laughs> He'll probably lose all your patrons, like Brian, <laughs> whenever he has me on. <laughs> Woo! But um, but yeah, like, but yeah, you said that, and I was like, well, yeah, you know, we'll get into the what I thought, what I think intersectional feminism is, and then uh, why I think it's and terrible. why you don't call you and why you don't call yourself. A yeah, and why I, you said I, you said there's one reason. And even if you were to convince me, I hope it's unique and not like. All the other reasons I've heard. I'm sure so it I'm is. Holding out for it. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's exactly Jim the same Jesus that you've heard a million times. It's just like I'm I don't not... want to be different. Like, be, like impress me. Like I, I want that. Like okay, I so want it to I be a unique hot take. Yeah, I don't. Be, I'm not really akin to kind of philosophies that are kind of subject to the status quo. Like this, the philosophy is based on what's happening right now is true philosophically. Uh, and we need to change that. Uh, I think there's there's some issues with that kind of reason, reasoning, kind of, unless you're talking about like something that's innate in human nature, like human action, uh, you know, economic theory and stuff like that. Um, you know, something something that you know that like, that's fundamentally that's going to stay the same with 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 humans, and and it's not like a prescriptive thing; it's a descriptive thing. Um, if things in 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 if 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 feminism as a philosophy like as as a as like it's some sort of philosophy is you know this in the same of libertarianism or communism or something like that is is pretty much predicated on things that are happening like in the now and then describing as as they are right now i think you can run into some problems where things could change and then you run into problems where people still assume that that's the case when it's not the other thing is is um so since I'm not going to subscribe to that philosophy, that's fine. But I I do agree with with them on a lot of different things, and I think that it's important to kind of go after individual things because I'm also the same way with with my with my political philosophy too. Because um, I'm a consequentialist, I'm not a deontological libertarian, um, and this is just this has been getting the rounds lately, uh, guys. Newsflash: This is nothing new. <laughs> like this is something that I've been saying right. for a while. Is that I usually like anytime I'm I'm presented with some sort of problem uh, in society or some sort of conundrum, I'm always interpreting it like, well, how could this be? A, how could this be solved uh, in different different kind of scenarios? And what's the best case? scenario and consistently i've always found myself in the position that you know anti-statism market uh interactions seem to have the best outcomes like i don't really care about the the ethics uh, of libertarianism all i really care about is what works and what's best for everybody in the long term so that's kind of the, right. the approach that i take with 
with um, issues happening today and feminism and stuff like that. So, but based, like, and also feminist men can be really kind of creepy. Oh yeah, I did a whole segment on. I, well, I did a whole segment on yeah, that right. on my last show. Uh, Iconosass. Uh, just gonna drop that in there. Um, I'm but, deleting that. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Delete. <laughs> delete this. How dare you promote your podcast? <laughs> This is the Lawbert stand, not the Iconoclast show. (laughs) Obviously. Um, But this is bad podcasting. While while we're talking feminism, um, I I have to kind of disagree with your concept of feminism as something that states things as, oh, this is how things are now, and this is how we have to respond to things are now. I think if you actually look at it in historical context, so let's go back to like older feminism. It was actually more of a futurist kind of mindset because it was imagining, hey, what would life be like not under patriarchy? Like obviously you identify that, hey, women are oppressed. We can't vote. We can't own property. You know, our husbands can rape us. What would what would life be like if, you know, there wasn't that reality? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and this goes back to like Mary Shelley and Mary Wollstonecraft. Like if you read some of the I mean, I'm talking about some of the original founding mothers, I guess. And, and there were some male feminists, too, uh, like William Godwin and stuff like that. But uh, if you look at some of that and I mean, science fiction and Frankenstein, for example, um, there, are you, you really just trying to get it? me to think about the Rocky Horror Picture Show, are you? I'm gonna get to that. Okay, that's inter- that's intersectional feminism. <laughs> Science fiction and Frankenstein. Frank- I'm just like oh, Frankenstein. I'm ready, like double yeah, feature. By Mary Shelley. Okay, yeah. <laughs> picture show. Okay, <laughs> but well, I mean, yeah, you look at Frankenstein. I mean, there you can you can definitely read it as a as a feminist novel. You can do like a, a feminist critical analysis of it, and it was one of the first. One of the earliest works of science fiction. It was written by a woman. And yeah, you'd have to have an imagination that the world would be different and that the future would be better as a woman if you're able to write stuff like that. And same with a lot of other there are other science fiction writers who are women, too. But the idea of feminism as it originally started was this concept of like, hey, things are messed up for us. Obviously, what would things be like if these structures weren't in place and from there you had a bunch of branches off so it's it's hard to even say there's a unifying type of feminism right now uh you do kind of have your more academic takes of like oh this is the way things are this is how patriarchy affects people's lives but again there are a lot of people who are kind of looking forward and looking to the future of like hey what type of societies do we want to kind of build and a bunch of them disagree with each other too there's no like there i mean you have uh you have intersectional feminists, and then you have trans-exclusionary radical feminists. Yeah, you have, you have um, some that will sit there and like, say... hate trans people. Yeah. And they're totally different, but they both call themselves feminists. Yeah, like you have and, you have one group of people that says, like, you have to respect all different types of trans people and respect all their 80 million different pronouns that you've never even probably uttered in your entire life or heard in your entire life. And you have to respect every single one of them. And you have to like, before you even say hello, ask them what their pronouns are. And then you have other people that are like, no, those are all, those are all evil people, evil men who just want to infiltrate our movement. And uh, the, uh, and the ones that were started, started out as women are traitors. (laughs) Yes. They they call them. Yeah. Like they'll call them gender traitors and stuff like that. And there's so many different kinds. Um, so yeah, I mean, there there are a lot of 
feminists who were focused on the past and how things were for women then and how they still are today. But I think much of it is people looking towards the future and trying to figure out, okay, how do we make this better for people? Because we're still so far from equality between men and women. I mean, I, I, that's not even controversial to say. Like, that's not even to me. That's not even really debatable. Well, everything like, even is, even everything in first is world countries, it's everything not is even... con- <laughs> controversial. No, I mean, I'm yeah. not saying it can't be <laughs> yeah. debated. It obviously can be, but like, it's. I think it's almost delusional thinking to have like the complete opposite of that view, like what the MRAs are saying, which is like, no, women have it great. It's so Under it's such the, a fantasy world. Well, under, it's such a fucking fantasy world. Yeah, but, well, under the it. law, yes. In reality, like how people interact, not so much. I, I mean, like I've already wait, talked wait, about and this. Under the law, what? Under well, under the law, because that's what what a lot of these people would say. Like, well, under the law, they have all the same rights men do and everything. But <laughs> then, but then they'll turn around. But then they don't realize that like there's. I see this all the time. Like I'll be in office settings and guys will be hitting on women and they'll be like very uncomfortable with the whole situation, you know, and they just don't know how to respond to it, you know, because they're completely surrounded by guys or whatever or people well, you who are can't respond to, to it. it. Yeah. There's no right response to that. Yeah. That doesn't end in humiliation or could end in violence, depending on where you're at and who you're around. Yeah. Or, so, or yeah, a trip we to have the to HR do department, which is we basically have to. Like when that happens to you and someone's hitting on you that's in a position of power over you, like say oh, you're would... a woman and it's your boss, like you have to do so many calculations on the fly to figure out what the appropriate response should be and what the costs and benefits are going to be to any kind of response. Or if you're out on the street or say like someone randomly is hitting on you in the club, uh, like I've had I've been picked up by people and like placed on their shoulder like a little trophy, like strangers. Like I did not know this dude. Like he just ran, like everyone wanted to take a picture. Uh, I was with this group of people and like, I didn't even like get a proper introduction to this guy and everyone goes to post for a picture. And right before the picture, he picks me up and just puts me on his shoulder. (laughs) And I'm like, like, what do you do in that situation? A guy, if a guy is big enough to pick me up and like put me on his shoulder, he's big enough to throw me across the fucking room. Like as much as I wanted to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Motherfucker? Like, I can't do that. I don't have any, you know, I, I can't even be snarky with him. Like, I just have to, you know, run away once he sets me down yep. <laughs> and like hope he doesn't find me because who knows? Or even denying. Uh, actually, you you were kind of talking about creepy feminist dudes. There's this really good video that SNL did about about male I've feminists. I've heard about this, but I haven't like seen a, it yet. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So a woman walks into a bar and she's waiting on her friend and this comes up to her sitting at the bar and he's like he's doing the whole male feminist shtick like oh i'm not like these other guys you probably catch so much crap from them he's like i just came from the hill from the women's march i was wearing you know a pussy hat or whatever i'm like a feminist and then like they're kind of going back and forth and she's like oh it's such a relief to like find someone who understands you know my my issues and stuff and he was like yeah so uh you want to like sleep together or something and she just like shuts him down and he's like you bitch like (laughs) like it's one after another they all do that like three different dudes come up to her and they end up just like cussing her out when she you know shuts them down basically uh but yeah i mean that's like the least bad thing that can happen to you when you shut down some misogynist behavior you just have to always know that like 
this could end in violence. Yeah. This could end in me getting the shit beat out of me. So, so a lot of times, yeah, what do we do? We just fucking just brush it off or try to laugh at it and just be like, okay, well, because you're totally powerless physically. Yeah. So kind of going back... F- this is why I was to the intersectional thing and how, how I think it is. I still think it is uh, like kind of philosophy that's kind of rooted in today, at least this particular one that, that I'm talking about, which is the intersectional feminism. Now, I mentioned this and you were like, oh, no, that that's wrong. Yeah, there's probably some crazy branches of it. Um, every single one of these kind of crazy SJW types that you see, you know, that ter- I don't know what that term even means anymore. Because <laughs> I've been, I've been put I, in the same day. Like it was like last week. Some some guy called me an alt. Uh, uh, no, he called me a, a neo reactionary, and someone else called me an SJW. Like in in the same couple of hours. So I don't even know what these terms mean anymore. It just seems like people I don't like. But um, well, but that's yeah. exactly what it is. So like when someone says that, I don't really like. I've been calling like it never really had much meaning to me because all it means is it's usually like a you know edge lord being like oh you disagree with me so yeah. so i don't really care but um like, yeah whatever. but anytime i run into the ones that are actually the the stereotype for that for that word like the people who actually fit that mold um they usually have that word intersectional feminist on there so uh i had there was some intersectional feminist on YouTube who did like this, this video of me and he was like taking me out of context and saying like, Oh look, you know, he's, he's transphobic because you know, for whatever reason. And it was like, no, you like completely missed the point of the video. Like really missed the point of that video. Either way, like we were talking about it and I was like, I don't know what this intersectional feminism thing is, but I'm just going to assume for the, for the case of thing, it's not the crazy kind then after the video was done, someone was like, oh, no, 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 no. They're, they're, those are the bat crazy you know, SJW types. And so I looked up to it, and it seems like what they're saying is that, uh, that the current institute – like it's, it's a reaction to the current institution of you know, male-dominated patriarchy in society. And it's in every single facet of every single societal you know, uh, well, interaction. Well, I brought it up. Okay. I brought it up so we could define the term because okay. I, so, that, I think that's, that's how I that's how I I interpreted it and I was like okay so that when I was defining feminism in that particular sense that's what I was talking about like I understand turfs are a completely different thing <laughs> I completely understand that but yeah go ahead sorry yeah so there are so many branches and that's why it bothers me when people well, are actually like, oh, there are so many different dumb. well actually there are well, so many actually. different types of feminists so <laughs> sorry I had to <laughs> Oh, no, I know. No, I know. I know. I'm okay. I'm okay, you know, with being – I just – actually. I I love well-actuallying people. (laughs) So, like, of course I understand when other people do it. Like, it feels so good. Well, actually. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Okay. No. Anyways, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just gonna do thirty minutes of mouth noises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put this shit on ASMR YouTube. Okay, <laughs> I'm using the wrong mic. <laughs> I know. Right? Uh, so okay, so I brought up Wikipedia, which, as we all know, is totally right about everything. Okay. <laughs> 
So intersectionality is a term coined by American civil rights advocate Kimberly Williams Crenshaw to describe overlapping or intersecting social identities and related systems of oppression, domination or discrimination. Intersectionality is the idea that multiple identities intersect to create a whole that is different from the component identities. These identities that can intersect include gender, race, social class, ethnicity, nationality, sexual orientation, religion, age, mental disability, physical disability, mental illness, and physical illness, as well as other forms of identity. These aspects of identity are not, quote, unitary, mutually exclusive entities, but rather reciprocally constructing phenomena. The theory proposes that individuals think of each element or trait of a person as inextricably linked with all of the other elements in order to fully understand one's identity. So I'm that's kind of a mouthful. <laughs> what it's basically saying, like obviously, like explain it to the five year old in, in in Las Vegas, please. <laughs> so, it, so intersectionality, just as a concept, says you know a person. It's going to be difficult to understand where a person is coming from or understand one's identity and their life experiences if you don't take into account all the aspects of their person. So. What what is their class relation? Like, what is their gender? What is their race? Um, you know, and it's not saying that you need to define people by this. And it's not saying that, oh, well, um, you know, there should be this kind of oppression Olympics. Like, you know, if you're a black trans woman that cancels out, you know, the uh, oppressions or experiences that, you know, someone else of a different combination of intersections does that's not really the point like some people try to use it like that but that's not really the point it's just saying hey when you're talking to someone like you kind of have to take into account all of these factors to get a better understanding of where they're coming from so intersectional feminism is the idea that women with these different intersection intersections and not just women but also men are oppressed in different ways and in varying ways um for instance black men being targeted by the police like that's obviously a huge problem that's a Mm -hmm. a problem very specific to them because of their race and class and social status and the history of oppression that they faced um from the government and from the police and things like that um and different people face different types of struggles okay so from what i'm kind of gathering from this so so the type that i'm talking about when i when i was referring to that originally they're kind of like they're kind of like how like you know there's libertarians who are very well read or understand this stuff very thoroughly and then you have like the voluntarists that are like nap 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 yes you can own ideas intellectual property is legit because it's property right that's kind of that's kind of the difference between the two in a way yeah so intersectional feminism takes a more nuanced just oh you're a woman so you're oppressed mm. um or like and that's you, people misinterpreting term, it right yeah or like you you kind of hear a term uh a term that i've heard is you see a lot of critiques of white liberal feminism which is mainly focused on the concerns of white middle to upper class women in this country like their their concerns and their type of feminism has kind of been the feminism that most people kind of think of like when you go back to uh this like second wave feminism and stuff like that you had them you had people like gloria steinem fighting for certain rights but you had a lot of other people being left out in that struggle so you had a lot of women of color being left out um you and the way that they kind of interacted with the oppression that they faced in their 
groups like in their communities was different like it because people interact differently like not everyone has that universal experience of being someone like Gloria Steinem who's well educated and um you know upwardly mobile and and that's not to say like she doesn't face oppression in her own way but it's not kind of the end all be all of what feminism should be yeah, it I, does need like it needs to take into account other things like how are like how are women with mental illness perceived or how are people who are physically impaired perceived like what are the struggles they face okay um, so really quickly does it talk about how there are certain classes who have privilege especially especially like white males at least in, in the united states does it really get into that or no uh yeah a little bit yeah okay. it covers it covers things like power hierarchies okay um, but does it also kind of mention how because this is this is the kind of the view that i've been that i've been kind of enlightened to is that yeah like there are that every single group has like things that they have to deal with because of their race um you know gender sexual orientation et cetera, et cetera. but there's also privileges that also come along with that some outweigh more than the others uh, you know, white men are yeah. probably going to have more than others, but at the same time, there are also things that white white people have that are that that are looked down upon by 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 the pe- by by a lot of people in society, including their own. Um, and and at the same time, you know, even though blacks are targeted by the police, they actually enjoy some more privileges, like they're perceived in culture to be cool, um, whatever. You know, like every every single group has some sort of like also privileges as well. It's not just white males are privileged. Everybody's privileged. Some has more than others. Would would that conflict? <laughs> um I mean that's that's partly what it says. Yeah, people do have different types of privileges, but um I find it useful to think of the topic of privilege in fo- in the form of structural oppression uh whether that's through the state or through society so when you say that well a a white person faces you know they have certain um things that are privileges to them and certain like maybe they're not perceived as cool they're perceived as nerdy so like you've seen maybe you've seen memes going around you know being like oh wow you know these mayo eating motherfuckers um (laughs) Fucking mayo like, is delicious. Or, or, like, <laughs> or like, oh, like white people can't dance. That doesn't hurt white people to make fun of them in that way. It's infinitely more harmful to think of black people as inherently dangerous and violent. And that's why the police are killing them. Right, right. You know, well, like, I, I, so I, why, so like when I hear people be like, oh, white men, white men, yeah, white yeah, people I, are so oppressed. Like, I just kind of brush it off because I'm just kind of like, it doesn't even factor into my perception of privilege and and generally speaking you know the people who are educated about it and are not like screaming on tumblr about it i mean people who (laughs) do have a nuanced view of it like when you say that to someone it's hard to not react and be like really like you being called a bad dancer is on par with black people getting killed like it sounds stupid it's like saying men are oppressed same way that women are you know like Oh, because sometimes the courts give uh, custody to the mother. Actually, that's a patriarchal institution. It's based on the notion that women are better caretakers. That's incredibly sexist. And that comes from patriarchy. Like, it's not a different thing. It's not that feminists have taken over. It literally is a holdover from a patriarchal society. Well, 
I think there may have been like like you said, there's different types of feminism. I think there may have been uh, that may have been spawned from maybe more uh, terrible versions of feminism, at least back in the night. Because in the '90s, feminism, in the '60s, feminism, at least. Get out of here, cat! This is, we're not doing the fiends anymore. Um, we're <laughs> um, yeah, like they're 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 very different in terms of like I forgot where I was going with that. Shit! Damn it, cat! Always interrupting me. And it's, anyways, um, uh, damn it. Okay, so there's all these iterations, and right, right. One big split you saw was pro-sex feminism and sex-negative well, feminism. That's probably a really common one that most people oh no, okay. are familiar with. And well, from okay. there, you have your own, you know, spinoffs. You have like swerfs, which are sex worker exclusionary radical feminists. Oh, those They're are kind terrible of like people. Twer- they, turfs, they, yeah, I'm. Re- but I'm I'll they, burn those they want to ban sex work. Like they they say it's oppressive to women and it, it's terrible and pornography is the worst and pornography should be made illegal and all of this shit. And uh, they're incredibly hateful towards sex workers and they want the state to, you know, come down on them even harder. Yeah, I, I, I've. Like I've, I've especially whereas intersectional I've, feminists would be like, no, like we're mostly, and I can't speak for all of them, but there's more of a tendency to support sex workers and trans people and women of color, yeah. and um, and even men too. I mean, because men are affected by patriarchy. Yeah, but I, I think there's like different. Oh, here was here was I remember now. So here's the kind of what I was going with that. It's like you know the, the the you know the bra burners of the '60s were very different from the. You know, the, the kind of feminists that you saw in the 90s when that whole thing was taking off. And now we're seeing it yet another breed as well. Um, I think there may have been one sometime. I don't know which particular one where these kind of laws were instituted that may have been influenced by the more popular f- brand of feminism at the time that would say, that was saying, like, no, men should should get uh, control of the children. Men should have to pay uh, vagina money. I love saying that word. <laughs> Al- alimony, vagina money, whatever. Um you know, like obscene amounts of child support that's really, you know, you're not, you, you know, no kid needs that kind of money, you know, from, you know, even if they are rich or whatever, uh, f- for, for, for child rearing, it's, it's, it's seen, you know, it's probably going to go to the mother or whatever. And um, well, actually, historically, just real quick, that came up as, as a result of so many men abandoning their kids and women and children not having any actual support systems and so no it actually came from the exact opposite place it wasn't influenced really by feminine feminism it was influenced by men taking off and you know leaving and women and children falling into poverty okay now should the state do it that's another debate but if we're talking about history like that's where it comes from yeah I i think also people should be a little bit wary about where who they're they're having children with both both sides both oh, yeah. sides don't stick your dick in crazy, but <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, you know, it's not just one side or the other, but uh, yeah, so th- oh, that's interesting, yeah, because I was listening to Thaddeus Russell's um podcast, which is great, but m- I was listening to the one where he was on Joe Rogan and he was kind of taking on a lot of the stuff that Jordan Peterson was talking about, and he was talking about how um, all these kind of like alimony and um. Uh, you know, like the, the child, the child, uh, the child support, not child support, but, um, you know, g- giving the just automatically handing over the kids to, to women because they're the better caretaker is like part of the patriarchy needs to be destroyed. Yeah. But I, I, I think that, I mean, that's a topic that doesn't get talked about as much. And it's probably because 
of the bubble, you know, that I was talking about earlier, which I hope is popping. It seems as though the bubble of feminism isn't really focusing on the, you know, the, uh, you know, what's really important, but rather, you know, how, how can I, how can I gain social leverage by some of the things that people may consider to be like, um, uh, you know, some, something that's that can be oppressed over, like, oh, I'm a trans person, mm-hmm. feel bad for me. Like, well, like, yeah, like YouTube feminists right, right, or, right. or whatever, people who are mostly on the internet and have kind of following universities are going to use do. that. But like actual feminists, like people fighting for women's rights in other countries, people fighting female general mutilation, like they don't have time to be making these no, stupid arguments. No, 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 no. Hold on. You know, like they're all not even feminists, like really. All feminists never do anything or say anything about things overseas. They're only talking about what's in America. They don't care really about women because they just want Muslims to beat people in Saudi Arabia. You can't talk about <laughs> Actually, anything else until until that's solved, right? I, I was in a I was in a kind of feminist discussion group and some guy comes in here trotting out the oh well you know if you cared about <laughs> women you care about Muslim women and I'm pretty sure there's an equation for this that the tendency for a person to bring up that argument is inversely proportional to how much they're actually doing to help women in other countries. Yeah. There's a there's a term like for it. fuck every person who brings who trots that argument out because it's all it's usually dudes and it's usually like MRAs or anti feminists and it's like oh really what are you doing to support women in other countries are you going over there stopping them from you know chopping their clits off like are you trying to get women schooling are you you know what are you doing are you stopping ISIS from shooting women for trying to go to school like what are you doing dude you're just fucking waving your dick in the wind. On the internet. No, it's, um, it's actually a logical fallacy. Not doing shit. It's a logical fallacy. It's called relative privation. And I, I learned yeah. I learned about this, like, because of Molyneux. I, I can't remember what he exactly was saying. Um, oh. oh, it was it was when the whole DMCA thing was going on or something. And uh, he was basically kind of saying, like, you know, like, why, why is everybody, like, criticizing? He was like, um, oh, you know, like, oh, someone at Free Domain filed, a, you know, a copyright notice, like, you know, meanwhile, you know, kids are getting spanked everywhere. Why, why aren't you focusing on that? And it's like, that's, well, you, you can be concerned with both. <laughs> and you can understand the, like, the, yeah, that may be worse. But we, that does not mean that we ignore everything because one particular thing is worse. I mean, like, if we're going to do that, we should never talk about any problems in our life or anything yeah. in the problems well, in the world. Well, it's also a type of except, red herring. Yeah, except for North Korea, because we should only be talking about that because what's going on in North Korea is like the biggest human rights like violation the probably the world has ever seen, at least in the modern day. It, yeah. It's horrific, right? And you, yeah, and I always say that too. Like you can care things, you can care about different problems, yeah. but I guarantee you, the people who were arguing with feminists on the internet and casting all of them in the same light are not doing really anything to help women and they don't care about women or and they don't care about men either they don't care about uh men being able to not be killed for expressing themselves differently or having feelings and showing those feelings i mean feminists have been working on men's issues as long as they've been working on women's issues Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of mras do not get that because they don't honestly because they only see what's at on the foundational texts. Well, they they only they, see they what's, spend what... all their time on Tumblr and they they seek yeah. out things that confirm and their biases 
and and universities sometimes yeah um but yeah they seek out sometimes (laughs) Um, it's it's rampant and the thing is it's it's not a real it's not a realistic um it's not a realistic idea of what's going on it's just i mean yeah there are a lot of feminists who are working on really awesome things there are a lot of women who don't call themselves feminists either um but it's not some kind of it doesn't mean you're evil if you identify as one and yeah every time i see someone being like well what about men's rights it's like oh you mean the thing that feminists have been trying to help you guys out with forever if you read all the mra stuff there are feminists who are working on all of that yeah but Um, but 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 what they see and because we're in a bubble right now we're we're in we're in kind of like how you saw a bubble in um in housing, you're seeing a bubble in feminism, but it's it's misallocated, right? <laughs> They're misallocated. Uh, misallocated. I call resources. it like internet feminism. You yeah. know, like I think it's very localized. Like it's very, it's a bunch of people making response videos to response videos to response videos yeah. and just getting bogged down and crap. But they can be so funny though. Like some of these people that are so crazy. It's it's almost. And I I had this theory before, and I I think I may have actually done a driving home podcast about it. I've I've done so much about uh, on that stuff I can barely keep track of that one. Uh, but I was starting to think that like maybe maybe this like most of the stuff on both sides maybe a lot of the stuff are just like trolls trolling trolls trolling trolls trolling trolls. Like what if Milo? Right. What not Milo Yiannopoulos, but what if Milo that you know that uh, that trans boy or whatever I don't know what it is. I I think. He, she, whatever, has changed what it is. I don't know. Try not to be offensive. Don't say, <laughs> whatever. Don't say it. Just say person. Well, like that's whatever really they are at, at maybe like at there you go today right now. Um, I, I don't know. I think it may have called itself it at one point. So I don't know because <laughs> they've, they've been through a lot of iterations. What if this person is just doing this just to troll? Like what if it's it's just a girl who's like oh I just like having short hair and let me put on some weird clothes and string my my apartment up with white Christmas lights. it's always with white Christmas lights it's weird get on the blue tip um, <laughs> but uh, it's always white Christmas lights and they're they're always kind of like oh look at the way I dress and he 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 like how come you don't recognize seventy eight different genders and all of their pronouns and how come the first thing you say isn't what is your pronouns you can't be serious <laughs> you can't really be serious well, I- yeah and i think a lot of people make this mistake like they come across these very extreme examples that that are trolls that are people who are insincerely made and i want to take that term back by the way because people use it incorrectly all the time and it's one of those things like we were talking about this earlier like definitions and words and stuff like that this is one of those it's things literally that literally someone Hitler. says tro- <laughs> yeah well when someone calls someone a troll literally <laughs> not figuratively a troll is someone who is insincerely <laughs> taking a position they don't agree with in order to get a rise out of someone else it's not some random person who disagrees with you a lot of people most people think of a troll as someone who's disagreeing with them and trying to be edgy for no reason and that's not actually what trolling is so to clarify um but no i, I really a think a lot of these people yeah right like yeah. you'll argue for something that you don't believe in in order to kind of piss people off. Yeah. 
But I'm, you don't I'm actually believe it. Yeah. And, or you're doing it to make a broader point sometimes. I'm, yeah, um, satire. <laughs> I love it's doing sati- satire. It's satirical. It's supposed it's meant to be satirical. And I think that's what a lot so a bunch of people in libertarian land were sharing this Boston anti page. I love that page. I get it. Which was made <laughs> by an alt right, like far right wing group. Uh, in order to basically trick people into thinking it's an actually anti-fascist page, and it's not. But a bunch of people fell for it. A bunch of libertarians were sharing it around, being like, "Oh, look! Oh, they're they're wanting to come after libertarians because they made this picture of a Gadsden flag, and it says uh, they will tread on us. They're they're trying to declare war, and we're gonna <laughs> fucking fight back." And it's like, "Are you guys idiots? Can you not take five <laughs> seconds to look this shit up?" from an actual anti-fascist source like it's going down.org i mean you know who who already called these people out there like these are trolls this, this is I, not a real I page i knew as soon as i saw it that it was fake and i was like this is brilliant satire i love it. i love that page <laughs> I do, but is, i get that it's satire i was trying to tell people that and they were like well you know maybe it's not and i was like no like it, it literally it's is so You're hard just dumb. to tell though isn't it like if if i share something if i share something (laughs) and someone's like hey mk uh that's actually satirical that's not real that's fake news and and here's the sources i'll be like oh shit thank you like my bad like well i'll be like oh cool like it's satire i didn't know that you know sometimes it gets me Sometimes I don't read the other headlines or whatever. No, you what, know, what like, you say is no one's immune to it. Fake but news. I correct my position. <laughs> yeah, your fake news. But yeah, like, but I correct my position. I'm like, okay, I was wrong, and that's okay. But these these motherfuckers are like doubling down. Like, well, no, well, this is well, actually it's fucking stupid. Um, like, <laughs> I wish the libertarian like okay. I'm not even gonna say that. Um, Do it. This is the Lulberts, damn it. <laughs> I can say anything I want. Yeah. If you're not pissing somebody off, we're not doing it right. So libertarians I love pissing are pissing libertarians off. They're so easy to oh, piss yeah, yeah. off. It's insane. It is insane. Like if you just say their their analogies are shit and they should feel bad, like they fucking will call you evil and try to send a, a fucking brigade of their neckbeards after you. Kinsella did that to me recently, by the way. I don't know if you saw that ridiculousness, but I uh, y- y- okay, like so- who has time? What kind of successful lawyer has time to send a bunch of his fucking minions after some random person on the internet? That's what I want to know. Like. But are you really that I have, successful I have dude a kin- if you gotta I have get bogged kin- down in the fucking weeds like <laughs> that you're gonna like try to shame me and call me fucking evil he was like calling me evil and saying i'm some horrendous horrific person <laughs> because i think his analogy is shit <laughs> like, but, but here's it was hilarious i have a little bit of a kinship with kinsella because at the same time like i i kind of I see a lot of myself in him at the same time. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, like he's really. He, no, you have a sense of humor. Jim. No, no, he's he completely does. Completely immune to he it. He does. No, he don't don't underestimate him. He does. Uh, there uh, was there was a troll page of him for a long time, and every time it shared something that was making fun of him, he would turn around and share it and be like, "This this whoever's doing this is brilliant." <laughs> and it was like it was pretty harsh, like some of the things that they were he was saying about it. Uh, that he was saying about Kinsella, and Kinsella just was a good sport about it. He can be a good sport about it, but I I understand like so he what had you a said. Fucking conniption fit. Yeah. Like when I was talking to him, it was hilarious. What you? We should probably not 
we should probably not bury the lead. I was told I should not bury the lead. The you posted something along the lines of, uh, yeah, it's, you know, taxation is terrible and everything, but can we stop comparing it to slavery? And a lot of people. Yes, were... and I'm tired of being secondhand embarrassed for you. Like we, yeah, it's like, can some of you stop comparing the ACA to slavery? I'm tired of being second. I'm exhausted of being secondhand embarrassed for I, you or I something. Can, I can understand how people would try to to paint it that way, especially if you kind of understand like what slavery is in, in terms of all the different types of slavery that there is and you understand the position that they're saying and you're going deep into it. But if you're just saying like it's literally the same as chattel slavery in the United States, uh, no, no. Stefan <laughs> made that argument. Yeah. That's what you're not getting. Like he literally – so yeah, there were a bunch of people have, being like, yeah. well, it's different types of slavery. And yeah, that the thing is slavery is slavery, like nothing else. And there are a bunch of different types. Well, like chattel, ISIS, no, there's chattel slavery, ISIS has slaves now. You know, servitude. like that's obviously not fucking taxation. OK, it's not even fucking close. But so people were saying that. And then Kinsella comes out. He's like, well, actually, <laughs> it is like chattel slavery. <laughs> And I was like, okay, all right. And I thought at first he was being satirical, but no, he was absolutely serious and posted a way fucking lengthy thing that I didn't read because it was dumb. Um, And he he like doubled down even harder. He was like, no, it actually is chattel slavery. Would you consider um, indentured servitude slavery? Like indentured servitude in current term, days or in the in the historical context of even, what indentured servitude was even the irish yeah different. like yeah like the, yeah. Like the irish yeah they didn't really have much of a choice when your choices are that limited you're gonna go with your best option if your best option is indentured servitude that's still really shitty okay it's still like shitty, it's still it's, basically slavery it's but yeah it, 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 yeah it's, it's slavery but, with a few more privileges but let's be real like they don't they so didn't slavery, have the right to but they is they a, don't they didn't have the full right i mean <laughs> slavery is a spectrum yeah but it's still slavery it right. still means something right like taxation does not fall into that category taxation it's... as we know it today is very very different from slavery in its historical context and as we know it today okay so what i'm saying is let's say that chattel it's, slavery it's the... Dumbest is, analogy is one hundred percent. After taxation is rape, like after taxation is rape. <laughs> okay, no that that <laughs> one is that one that. that one's inexcusable because there's no there's That's no rape fucking spectrum. Fucking dumb. But so let's say that chattel slavery is one hundred percent, and indentured servitude, depending on the kind, is somewhere between eighty to ninety five percent slavery. Wouldn't you say that maybe taxations? five percent slavery no 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 because you don't have to pay any taxes and you can get away with it for a really long time and not be and not be thrown in jail over it too you just get fined a bunch which is shitty but like honestly the the amount of people the amount of people who spend physical time in jail for tax evasion is just a blip on the right like barely even it doesn't really register (laughs) well and the thing is if you if you're if you're wealthy enough if you have enough resources then yeah it's not even close to slavery because you can flee the country there's a bunch of shit you can do to evade taxes especially if you're wealthy if you're poor if you're poor you can be too poor to not pay taxes 
So do I disagree? Okay, like people thought I was I was crazy for saying this, but obviously I'm not for taxation. Duh. Right. Like I don't think you know fucking money should be taken out of your paycheck for services that you don't want. But to compare that to slavery, like I'm actually okay with some of the services. You know, like, and I'm an anarchist. And, like, if we could stop all the wars, I would totally be fine with a lot of the social services until people can kind of wean off of that and until mutual aid societies start actually fucking working and people get their shit together and provide better alternatives. But right now, there aren't better alternatives, really. Well, here's the thing. And people don't seem to be interested in making them. But just because you can't, I mean, because I can sell drugs. Right. I can sell drugs, but it doesn't mean that the crime yeah. doesn't view it as, as a crime and they're going to end up catch, catching me, eventually catching me and throwing me in a jail yeah. cell. But just because there's a possibility that I won't doesn't mean that, therefore, it's not, a, you know, it's not a crime. Right. So because, yeah, so, but, but it's still not slavery. Like, it's still not. No, and you can still evade it. There's a possibility you can get Inter- away with inter- not paying taxes. Entertain, completely. entertain me for a second. So <laughs> you could be, be too poor to pay taxes. You, you can, can be too poor to pay yeah. taxes, but if, if you're not paying your taxes and you're, you're you're gaining an income, eventually they're going to try to come after you. Whether or not you're successful in in, in evading that, they're going to end up trying to catch catch you and throw you in a jail cell for not paying your income. And the income is basically a product of your labor. So they're actually owning a portion of your labor. And if you don't do that, they're going to be coming for a pay. Now that may be like. Five, ten, fifteen percent, whatever, whatever you want to debate that on percent slavery. It may be slavery, but I think what the problem overall is is that people are aren't taking that position. They're taking the position that that ten, five, fifteen percent is the same as one hundred percent, and going around telling people that, and it's making everybody who has the position that taxation is theft look like a fucking moron, right? Right. That was my actual point. Okay. Thank you. Like, but, it's stupid. But that's not, it's but... fucking reductive, <laughs> and it's it makes you look yeah. like a hysterical moron, and especially considering actual slavery exists right now. So what? But you so know, in the but end, you know, I, I have a quote. I'm pretty sure it was Harriet Tubman. But in said, the end, I freed a thousand slaves, and I could have freed a thousand more if they knew the taxation was slavery. But. Technically like, speaking, I wish we could taxation is slavery. She could listen to this fucking conversation. <laughs> but right taxation now. is slavery. Like, you, you but it's, it's not. It's slavery, but it's not productive to put it in those terms because people automatically assume that you're talking about chattel slavery, not even no, indentured servitude. It is not any form of slavery. All right, but that's but that's what you're saying. Is that you're saying that when people say taxation is slavery, even though they're meaning five, ten, fifteen percent, and they're presenting it as it's the same as one hundred percent or giving the implication that to that or not even trying to give that implication, but people interpret it that way because they only understand slavery in terms of the United States African American slavery, that they only interpret that as that. So it's a bad idea to use that phrase. It's a basically a PR problem, right? But, uh, I mean But it is slavery. But five yeah, percent. No, it's not. Slavery, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get me to say this. I know what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying to do. No, no, no. I, like it. Okay, it's it's bad PR and it's a bad analogy and it sounds ridiculous because most regular people know that slavery exists. They know what it is and they know the taxation is not anywhere close to it. 
And it does also sound like you're making the case that it's like chattel slavery because that is more widely recognized as what people are talking about when they talk about slavery in this country. But if if someone presents it in terms of taxation, instead of saying like taxation is slavery, where they say taxation isn't chattel slavery, but it's like 5% of that. It's like 5% slavery. And you still and the sound optimum like an idiot is, and the optimum when, is zero. When well, you can say on. taxation is extortion. I may sound like a moron. I, should, I, I may sound like a moron, but it would be correct. Am I right? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you did no, say I was correct. correct. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, yes, I haven't you did. said you were correct. <laughs> but then when, yeah. I, but when I break it down to the actual terms, like you agree all the way up to the premises, and then it was like, all right, therefore, the conclusion of all those premises. No, 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 no. <laughs> I agreed. This is what I agreed to. I agreed that there are varying levels of slavery, slavery, being imprisoned, you know, having your labor stolen from you and facing usually like physical punishment from crippling up to death or whatever. There are varying degrees of how bad it is, you know, Um, but but none of them, none of them are close or even a little bit close to taxation as we understand it in the United States of America. Is chattel slavery. I agree with that. It's, it's just not comparable. It sounds ridiculous. And people who, I mean, I'm not saying people can't use it. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't stop them from saying it. So a bunch of people were trying to say it. Be like, Oh, it's like, you're just making yourself look more stupid. If I were to tell you that my ethical foundation, okay, so if I were to tell you that my ethical foundations, and you you don't know anything about this stuff, assuming so, like just put yourself in a normie position for a second, and I was to tell you you how hard that is. (laughs) If I were to tell you that my ethical prescription, or not prescription, but ethical stance, is that I think that it's ethical to do what's in someone's own self interest. You would immediately think, "Oh, that sounds stupid, <laughs> right?" But if you actually Wait. understand the point that I'm making overall, it actually no, that's actually it isn't stupid. It, it makes a whole lot of sense once you get into the deeper aspects of it, right? Um, I don't know that it's a normie position that you should inherently be altruistic, though. I mean, I think if you were to tell any random person on the street, like people are self-interested they would probably agree with you no but that's um, my that's the soul of my ethical position is self-interest should be what you should going for and only what you're doing in your own self-interest is the ethical position the morally ethical position that you should take oh yeah i i I don't know that i yeah i think you understand it well uh, that's you know stupid right there's kind of more to it right yeah, I think probably your average person is going to be like, well, I don't know. Like, that's a little reductive, maybe. Right. I don't even know if they would use a term like reductive. So I don't know, I don't know it, what they would say. Bringing that back. So it sounds stupid, but it's but you're an, you're, you're an ethical egoist. That's what you prescribed. So it sounds stupid to people. But once you actually explain it, like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But it just wasn't explained well. Right? I think that works for some analogies. <laughs> Not 
taxation is slavery. Okay. It was right I there. Get, I, I was right understand there. Your, no, you were never even close. No, I know you, dude. Like you don't have to tell me the same your same argument like five times. Like I heard you the first time. Like I know what you're trying to say, and I'm still disagreeing. So stop well actuallying me. <laughs> I didn't will actually. I got your point. I get what you were trying to say. I was making a parallel. I'm good at parallels. Although some people don't get them, but that's neither here nor there. Well, you need to parallel park that argument because uh... it, it's an argument. The time for arguments is it, over. It is an argument, actually. It's it's not not an argument. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close. I was right there. No, you I, weren't. I, I even touched it. No, it was no, right there. No, no, yeah. no, no. So, anyways, right. um, so yeah, like I, I don't know. I have I, so like I taxation is extortion. Okay, I'm cool with that. I'm all right with and, that. It's yeah. bad. I don't like it. You know, don't put people in cages for it. It's a bad thing. Like, yeah, taxes are bad. But, yeah, but no one's tying you up to a pole and making you be called baby like no one's fucking forcibly impregnating you and like stealing your babies and forcing you to work in the field or be beaten to death and like you know (laughs) yeah i I have to say the the rape thing is just probably one of the very few things that i agree with george on (laughs) and you know who i'm talking about That you what? It cut out for a second. That was the probably one of the very few things that I agree with um, George on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the very. Few I love things. George. George is hilarious. George will, will, will do he things that I like, faves. and then it's just like, but wait a minute, that's George. <laughs> he's totally right. He's like, he's right, totally right, right about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the, the taxation is raped and i have seen people like be like oh, i wish i was raped instead of tax it's like do you though do you really like <laughs> depends on who's doing the raping like if that? kellyanne conway no. raped me I, I i'd probably be a little bit more open to it if if it was ivanka trump oh yeah well you can't you can't rape the willing that's not rape like no <laughs> i guess you can't you rape not... the willing god damn yeah. it like <laughs> See, like, like fucking libertarian dudes. <sighs> Gotta like spell this out. What well, kind of nap violation? You wonder. Matter. <laughs> Can we? Let's talk shit about it. Let's go to something we agree well, with. Yes. Let's well, since, since we're an hour in, sacred, precious, non-aggression principle. Yeah. Oh I, my god. I am actually going to do a and a on this tomorrow and people have been asking me about it so I can go into it even deeper then with a live audience. But the non-aggression I'm principle. I'm going to the fuck out of someone if they say taxation is slavery and know that is not non- non-aggression principle, yeah. but I so there. Yeah, I've, and, I've, and you know what? Like it's funny when Nazis get punched. There, I said it. it's hilarious. No, I laughed at every single iteration of Richard Spencer getting punched in the face. Hilarious. I had some of them on repeat. I would just like watch them over and over and just yeah. like cackle like a mean, nasty bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. See, here's fucking, a, here's the thing. I love that shit. Here's the thing. Like when when that happened, I was I was upset, and I expressed it publicly that I was upset that this happened because of the implications that would come from that. And I think I've been right in the end. 
but I can't say that I didn't watch that on repeat a few times and enjoy it. Like, I really don't like Richard Spencer, and I don't think that it's a good idea to be punching people that you disagree with. And I think the imp- the, the the outcomes that come from that are absolutely disastrous, but... Well, what are the implications bit... of, uh, you know, an ethnostate? The... I mean, like, well, what are the implications of the shit he's saying? We have to have a peaceful ethnostate. The ethnostate is I'm going to go rioting, carry a fucking torch because they're trying to take down statues of Confederates. If if I had a choice between living in – being forced to live in Richard Spencer's world versus living in George W. Bush's world, I would probably end up choosing his – and the reason why is because, yeah, he's going to kick out a bunch of people from a from an area, and that's bad. But compared to drone striking, like all of these countries starting problems with North Korea, which may end up uh, uh, starting them to to incite their own genocide, um, um, you know, like you know, the drug war, all the you know, the massive taxation of of the state, uh, the welfare well, that's redistribution. A bad yeah, that's a bad comparison because. Richard Spencer's nowhere even close to having that amount of power. We don't know right. what he would actually do given that amount of power. He'd probably be even worse than George Bush. Yeah, I mean, like he'd, he'd, he'd still be drone striking people. He'd want his ethno state to be the ethno fucking world. Yeah, I mean, if if like, Trump, it's if, not comparable. Yeah, I mean, if if the the if campaign Trump got what what he wanted, that would be actually great, despite all the terrible things that he wants to do on top of that. Because there's a lot of things that he was talking about he wanted to do. He wanted to stop the state from intervening in, in medical marijuana uh, and recreational marijuana. He wanted to um, re- cut taxes dramatically. Um, you know, sure, there's a protectionism. There's a border wall. There's you know the, de- the, the deportations that he was talking about as well. Yeah, the, that's like, all bad. Using, using nuclear weapons on people because, yeah. you know, why not? I mean, but compa- deal. But just com- not, not just like – not just pro-war, like pro-nukes. Yeah, I but, mean that's way scarier right. than fucking everything else. Right, but I'm like, – even given all of the kind of okay shit he was going to do, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I might have to use some nukes." I was like, "Okay, hold the right, fuck up." Right, I'm, I'm not even Hillary was not like, "No, no, no, hold on, fucking bust up the nukes." <laughs> hold like, on, hold on. But Hillary has and the nukes, okay. But Hillary actually has a record of doing absolutely terrible things with arms that are on par with that. I'm sorry, she has, and she she's advocating doing more of the same. I mean, she's all things considered, like if you actually had to force me to choose between the two, I'd probably choose Trump. I would. Uh, I was. Well, you got your wish. Here you go. No, I'm, you know, but that's campaign Trump. What we have now is not that. (laughs) This is fucking crazy. Yes, he fucking was. No, everyone wanted to. No, what we got was Hillary. They didn't fucking listen to any of the shit, the other shit he was saying. They were just like, oh, I kind of agree with this shit. It's like, yeah, but. But nukes, but right, nukes, but, I'm, uh, but, I'm, but but I what can't we even got. care about what Hillary would have done because she's not fucking the president now. No, she like, is. It's Trump, no. except we, we got Gorsuch, Gorsuch as as a Supreme Court nominee instead. That's pretty much what we got. <laughs> well, look, at, well, look at like what is Jeff Sessions going to be doing? Look at that motherfucker. Dude, probably like, you want to talk about like oh we're not going to Hillary's gonna person would have chosen. We're no, going to leave the medical marijuana sufferer alone. No, you wouldn't have had Jeff Sessions. Under you would have right, someone just like him, just like Obama had 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 issues with medical marijuana as well. 
No, and it, yeah, and I, and that was something I was super critical about the whole time, by the way. And I would have been with Hillary too. Like, I totally would have been. But like, we live in a nightmare dystopian world right now. And this motherfucker did talk about wanting to nuke people. And like, he but might I just think, fucking do it. Yeah, but I also, I also thought we were living in a dystopia under Clinton. Uh, well, I was probably I was too young for Bush, uh, but you know to know what was going on. But same thing with Clinton. I thought the th- no, because I was sort of liberally back then. So I thought the same thing of Bush. I thought the same thing of Obama, and I'm definitely thinking the same thing of Trump. And whoever re- replaces him, and even if it is Rand Paul, I'll probably end up thinking like, "Oh wow, that was great. We got Rand Paul. What are you doing? Stop it! No, damn it! <laughs> because camp campaign presidents are always better than actual president." <laughs> versions of themselves so i don't wh- even know if that's true and this may be the only like time i've disagreed with that because any other time in in history i would totally agree with you like campaign version way better than non-campaign version but this is one of those exceptions i think to that at least for me like i was listening to the stuff he was saying and not just the stuff that like sounded okay you know a little bit okay um i was like listening to all of it and i was like no this first of all there was no coherence to any of it like he was literally saying contradictory positions the entire time and that's kind of what he's doing except he's not contradicting himself he's not doing he's a rorschach he's just all bad it's just all fucking bad now right (laughs) like he's doing all of the bad things campaign trump is perfect Because campaign Trump is actually perfect in the end. Like, no, except, he was a dipshit. No, he was no, just because you dipshit. No, because he's a Rorschach. You can basically make him whatever you want to be, except for a couple of issues like the wall and um and, and immigration. But everything, mm-hmm. everything women by the pussy. Well, hey, if they want it, <laughs> that's not. That's not what it said. I know. No I know. Involved. I know. But if you're just putting it in, in, in that uh, context alone, like if, if they wanted, that's fine. But yeah, they, they didn't seem like they were. They were only kind of going with it. Not consensually grabbing women by the pussy. Yeah. Right. I, I, I agree. And bragging I know, about it. I know. In that particular case, yes. But I mean, if if that's a policy, is like, hey, we, we can grab women by the vagina. Well, if they consent, I'm all for it. <laughs> but that's <laughs> if they consent, I'm all for it. But it doesn't seem like they're really consenting on that. There's a power dynamic in there that that no one wants to talk about. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's definitely a power dynamic in there that 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 I think people kind of omit when they talk about. Oh, those women consented. I I understand that. But maybe women should be want to be grabbed grabbed by the vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> when do you castrate all men i'm just asking questions <laughs> when is it i'm sorry i when think is you it finally okay? got the joke i think you finally when is got the it joke. okay to castrate all men <laughs> i think you just got the joke <laughs> no, i got it i got it okay. i got it i got yeah. you i get your jokes <laughs> i get your bad analogies my analogies are perfect. By the way, my campaign is still going on to be a wino. <laughs> Please donate. Because that's that's Hashtag. not that's Please not donate. satire, by the way. That's legit. I really do think alcohol will cure cancer, and I just want to drink wine all day. 
even though I'm drinking I feel water like, energy drinks. I now. feel way safer like sharing alcoholic drinks with strangers and not catching diseases because like alcohol kills diseases, right? Like it's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean they fine. even use it My on their hands. She was kept... What's that? They use the, they use it to sterilize their hands. Why That's not? right. Yeah. Well, people drink beer instead of water and gin instead of water too because yeah. water was all fucked up. So yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. It's science. You can't you can't deny it's, the science. It's science. <laughs> it uh I hate drug mysticism so much. <laughs> dude, I know. Like and I was there for a brief second, like when I was in like full hippie mode, like when I had those terrible dreadlocks and like, you know, like I was into it. I was super into it. I never went so far as saying like you know, oh, like cures cancer and stuff. I was, I was still like, well, you know, CBD seems to alleviate some of the symptoms of, you know, I did when I was younger, therapy actually. and stuff like that. But like, I was, I did believe that, like, oh, well, everyone should trip on acid. Like, everyone should try I it. Did. Once. I was there too. I, I no longer believe that. There are yeah. some people who have no fucking business doing psychedelics, and they're better off without them, and they don't need that in their lives. And they can't handle it or like it's just or they've, you know, they don't they just wouldn't benefit for whatever reasons or like like MDMA, I think, is a great uh, drug for therapy and stuff like that. But there are some people who've done that work on themselves and they they don't need to have that, you know, empathetic connection because they already have it naturally. Like they don't need to kind of have that part of them expanded or whatever uh, like not everyone needs to do ayahuasca yeah, I don't, I don't... like that's that doesn't even sound fun to me like and i love psychedelics but like throwing up like it, like having to throw up oh, to I've trip never, i've never like, done ayahuasca i fucking I that sounds them. disgusting like i you know i did that on mushrooms enough like i don't need to fucking oh i can tell you a cure for that you want to know how to how to stop that uh drink something creamy uh, creamy soup, uh, coffee with mm. a lot of creamer in it. Uh, don't go for milk. Bad idea. But anything with like a lot of cream in it that's not milk, uh, really good. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it didn't work when – yeah, you're right. I didn't get – I would drink coffee or something with it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also the heat kind of kind of turns it into tea in your stomach. So you get like a kind of halfway between eating just mushrooms versus – you know, because – so here's how, how it kind of – I don't know if you – well, I should explain it for the audience even if you do know. Um, so I've, psilocybin, your body really can't do anything with. What it does use is psilocin. Is it psilocin? I think it's psilocin. It's been a while since I've been yeah, yeah. But there's an enzyme in mushrooms that breaks down psilocybin into the psilocin, which your body uh, which can uh, metabolize. So what you're doing when you do tea is you're activating those enzymes to break it down into psilocin before you even get it. So that's why teas always hit you really hard but don't last as long and why mushrooms don't hit you as hard but last longer. So if you, if you, if you drink something warm after you immediately eat it and then start drinking hot coffee or something like that, it creates like a middle – like a middle ground somewhere. So it kind of hits you hard and it still lasts long. And I figured that was like, yeah, I've had that experience. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I highly recommend that also drinking lots of cream helps with nausea. If you have a problem with taste, I've tried everything. I've tried everything. Nothing works. The one thing that does work is chocolate. I don't know why. 
Yeah, I was about to say that that's the least bad way to find it, like grind it really finely. And <laughs> no, I'm Good telling you, like a fucking tutorial. <laughs> I found the best way of doing this is get like a Hershey bar. Be one of those shows. Yeah, I did like a Hershey bar <laughs> and I make a sandwich. <laughs> like I, I break the Hershey bar in half. I put the mushrooms in between and I make a sandwich and I eat it like a sandwich. Oh, that sounds disgusting. I was talking about grinding them into it. a powder and making well, you can do that and making too. chocolates. That's been the most like – because I have a terrible – like the taste freaking kills me um, and it, it just would always make me gag. But like if I can grind it into a powder and then bake it – hypothetically speaking, I've never done this. No, yeah. Uh, this is all theoretical. In real life, theoretically this speaking, is, this is you all, wouldn't be able to taste those chunky, nasty, disgusting uh, – This is a work of satire. Uh, I need to preface this real quick. Uh, I'm going to be starting a <laughs> mushroom fund. Um <laughs> Wrap wrap your head full of uh, Christmas lights. You know it's amazing how many people thought that like I was legit. Like I, <laughs> there was there was a guy who used that in some sort of video, like exclaiming like oh boasting about how many like subscribers he had on YouTube, and he was like looking at all his detractors, and he used a clip of that thing, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like <laughs> using that, and then like see this is the satire thing like like we were just talking about this yeah. like people who who impersonate these crazy feminists or whatever like you're doing this satirical thing and people are taking it and being like look at this crazy drunk like look at this crazy guy try to raise money for his addiction like yeah. and it's like dude it's obviously satire yeah and like the whole point of that was there was someone else who did the exact in fact a lot of the yeah. things that I said were like verbatim the exact the, thing. <laughs> like things that she was saying about ayahuasca. <laughs> and so what I did was I was like, how could I re- make myself look like a hippie? Well, I have Christmas lights. I'll just use those and wrap my head. <laughs> 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 and I was like, that, that, that works. I wasn't going to put myself in a halter top. That's where I crossed the line. But uh, uh, Live a little, Jim. <laughs> You but, might like it. And then, like, you so, know, don't knock it till you've tried it. Yeah. And then someone, like, told me, because I have him muted on, on, on Twitter, but someone told me, like, oh, dude, he, I guess he saw your tweet and, like, responded to it. And he, he was like, but you are a drug mystic, thinking that, like, that video was legit. And I was like, wow. <laughs> like, doubling down. <laughs> like, but, like, is it really so hard to that. edit the video? Like, it really isn't that hard to edit the video. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you don't look dumb you gotta double down i can't whatever. even be mad at someone who makes like a go fund my drug shamanism journey video because like if you're dumb enough to give money to that person like you don't even deserve it you don't even yeah. like deal with it like i mean people waste money on ridiculous things all the time like i wish i found a better way to raise money for my drug habit when i was in my <laughs> early 20s like that would have been genius oh yeah let's not call it uh recreational use i'm I'm just trying to study to be a spiritual shaman yeah i'm just trying to align my chakras with copious amounts of acid and mushrooms and molly and just you know yeah i know barry fuck Cooper. you pay me yeah, I know Barry Cooper went insane, and he's living in Mexico doing the ayahuasca thing. But there was one video that he did where I was like, wow. Like, I didn't realize that that whole thing is even one step crazier than Barry Cooper. Because Barry Cooper had done a video talking about, like, don't give these shamans money. These people are just 
crazy people and they're just abusing people and use, abusing them sexually. And it's like, you don't need all of that. You just need to like take some with a, you know, someone who has some experience and that's all you need. Like you don't need to deal with these mystical shaman. I, I do a really good Barry Hooper, don't I? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. But, that's like, and the I was like, holy shit. I'm like actually agree with them. Yeah. I actually agree with yeah. them on drugs for once. Yeah. Like oh, your body is actually like, quantum mechanics and bits and and your body is one zero 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 one zero, but it should be zero one zero two one zero. And you just need the ayahuasca to go in there like an antivirus. Okay, you're sounding like Bill Cosby now. <laughs> Bill and then you just take this Urge. drink and then you hop on the bed and I'll tell you what happens later. Urge <laughs> to castrate intensify. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we call taxation. <laughs> Why do I feel so stabby all of a sudden? <laughs> Triggered. Stabby. That's that's a great feeling to have. Bill, <laughs> Bill Cosby stabby. gets me real stabby. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want the out of context guy to quote me on that. Can I make a special request? <laughs> Feeling really stabby right now. <laughs> oh, you can expect it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we should talk about your. What... We should probably because uh, we need to start wrapping this up because I have a um. Yeah. The you got shit thing. to do. I, I got shit to do. I, I got beers to drink because I'm an alcoholic. What am I talking about? <laughs> but no, I I really do have beers to drink because we're doing Liberty in the Pub tonight, which is probably just going to end up being me and Baron because a lot of people said they couldn't make it tonight. So I'm gonna go find a place to dance for money. So. <laughs> Baron, <laughs> get your wallet out. Um, <laughs> that's right. We didn't record that part. Anyways, um, so, <laughs> we love you, Baron. No comment. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you, we should probably talk about your podcast real quick and then uh, start wrapping things up. We've been like, I guess almost an hour and a half. I guess we probably can talk oh, man. by the time it's done. It's probably the longest one we've done yet. No, we did that one that was like all day. Mm. That was that was, that was <laughs> the bonus podcast. <laughs> the bonus podcast, yeah. yeah. Wait, well, I'm going for for two shows a week. That's what I'm going for. Hell's uh, yeah, man! It's so much fun on the show. Yeah, I love uh, arguing with you, Jim Jesus. And we have another fiend, or excuse me, no, we have another Lulbert fiend in exile. No, no, not no. I, I I better not say because not yet. No, I better not say because I don't want to spill the beans on who it is. So it could be an exile, could be still current, could be an old fiend, could be a new fiend. But I already said that it was a fiend, so too late now. Could but, be a mean fiend. Yeah, could be a mean fiend. <laughs> I was a mean fiend. Um. So we have a new one, and then uh, tomorrow I'm going to be recording with Nick. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. So, Yay! Icono, I like Nick. Icono ca- so cool. Iconoclast. Tell us what kind of SJW shit you I, said. Nazi punching stuff that you've been saying on there. <laughs> actually, it's Iconosass. <laughs> That's what I said. Actually, if you listen you said to me. said Iconoclast. No, actually, I said Iconosass. Actually. Actually. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, we're going to hell. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Def- definitely going to hell for this episode. Um, okay, so Iconosass is my um hot takes on weird articles that i find and there's some regular segments so i do a florida man woman segment that's always fun because you know that material is never gonna run out like florida people are fucking crazy Mm -hmm. um and then like i do a segment called sassy bun um it's a historical segment i find badass people throughout history who are kind of obscure but have done really cool shit and uh actually they're really obscure but they do really cool shit Actually. Um and and yeah, they were maybe trailblazers in their time. I did one on William Barry recently, who was actually the first female doctor in Britain, and she had to pretend to be a man for like fifty years. And she pioneered all the stuff like hand washing and cesarean sections and really important things that we still use in medicine today and the British government covered it up because they found out she was a man or she wasn't a man. She was a woman. Actually. as a man. And so, yeah, weird stuff like that. And, you know, I like it when I did one on Nazi furries. That was fun. Um, (laughs) It's me talking shit. If you want to hear more of me talking shit, check it out. Uh, Yeah. Or you could just listen to when I argue with Jim. <laughs> it's fun to you. Maybe I should go I on there and argue that. with you. Or better than that, like just let I'll, you do the show and then just keep going in like actually. <laughs> I could give you your own segment called Well Actually Man. And like it'll give you two minutes. You get two minutes of hate and you just come on and well actually for a whole two minutes. I'll do it. I'll and then it. I let you go. I, and I'm considering this now. This is ideas. Ideas. <laughs> Where does a mansplainer get his water? I don't know. From a well, actually. <laughs> what is what do uh what do Mexican prostitutes like to drink? I don't know. Horchata. I figure if we're telling, <laughs> I think if you're going to tell a mom joke, I should at least tell a dad joke. Hmm. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. So where where can you find it at? It's on SoundCloud. Just icon sass. You said it uh, like that's a bad thing. Me- it's on SoundCloud. Oh, I didn't mean for it to. Like, <laughs> whatever. It's a great said, podcast, but it's on SoundCloud. I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. I care a lot about this podcast. That's good. That's good. <laughs> it's a, it's all right. It's all right. I'm getting started with it. I'm hoping to have different guests on and stuff, or just kind of freewheel it a little bit. I I keep meaning to set up a Patreon. Actually, I did. Actually. Um. But I haven't really gone through with fully setting it up. But yeah, it's on SoundCloud for now. And there's iconosass at gmail.com. If you want to send me weird shit or just like harass me, I'm also okay with that. Like, that's hilarious to me. So if people want to harass me, they can harass me personally instead of harassing Jim 
or accusing broken him of white, white knighting for me on uh, broken microphone. Here's your chance. Here's your chance. Broken microphone. Get to it. What is broken microphone? Oh, you have to check out the comic sec- comment section on any one of my videos. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, you got haters. You got professional haters. I think he's he's lovingly hating me. Yeah, he's oh. a bro, he's a bro though. Yeah. Oh well, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, SoundCloud icon. You want to spell it real quick? Actually, I'll I'll link it. But yeah, spell I'll it. Link it. Yeah. like iconoclass, but sass instead of class. Man, we didn't even get to hate on the NAP. I'm bombed. Yeah. We should end this on a note where we agree. Well, let's just say this. The NAP is rape. <laughs> Worms. <laughs> you motherfucker. 